day. Uh, my name is JWP. Uh, I'm doing the Hacker Public Radio uh, show today. Uh, today is Saturday, November 6th. I'm in my kitchen. Uh, I wanted to talk to you about uh, um, some places where you can learn an awful lot about uh, the Unix command line. Um, get uh, uh, free website and email and chats and stuff. And a place that's really helped me to grow uh, with uh, my ability to use uh, uh, BSD, Linux, uh, OpenVMS um, and stuff. And uh, the first place is, uh, oh wait, I forgot the contact information. Yeah, my contact information is uh, the blog at jwp5.wordpress.com. Uh, that's where the show notes are for this. So if you need links or anything like that, there. And my email address is jwp5 at hotmail.com. Uh, alrighty. So, uh, public, uh, the first one that I have, if you go into your, your browser on your phone, device, or computer, uh, go to www.sdf.org. Um, and it was first established in um, 1987. And SDF for, stands for Super Dimension Fortress. It's a network community of free uh, software authors, teachers, librarians, students, researchers, hobbyists, computer enthusiasts, uh, the aural and visually impaired. It's operated as a nonprofit. Its mission is to provide a remotely accessible computing facilities for the advancement of public education, cultural enrichment, scientific research, and recreation. Members can interact electronically with each other, regardless of their location, using passive or interactive forms. Uh, the further Purposes include recreational usage of information concerning liberal and fine arts. Okay, I've used it a long time. I've never saw no liberal or fine arts, but uh, the members have a, a Unix shell access uh, to games. I've never done games there. Email. I've done a lot of email there. Uh, Usenet. I, I've, I've done a little Usenet there. Um, chat. Chat. Uh, a bulletin board. You get a web space. Uh, something called the Gopher Space, uh, programming utilities, archivers, browsers, and more. Um, uh, the, SF, uh, the SDF community is made up of caring, highly skilled people who operate behind the scenes to maintain a non-commercial internet. Um, for more information about the membership levels, click uh, you can click the join button. And uh, um, and so then, interestingly, they have dial-up access. So, for instance, for, for instance, if you're using your your uh, your phone, right, or your uh, your tablet, and you use dial-up, you can dial up and still get your mail. Uh, I didn't even know it was possible anymore, but yeah, it's it's possible. You, they have dial-up. You can dial that thing. It was useful for me in the Republic of Georgia. And I uh, to to do this, and so uh, I was in Georgia. There was no G3. I was like, damn, I really need to check my email. 
and boom, I, I said, ah, yeah, I had the number in my phone from the SDF dial-up, and I was right there, dialing up, doing my stuff. Okay, so let's go ahead and let's check the uh, um, um, the member uh, uh, the member projects. Just one second, I'm gonna press the pause button. Okay, back. Um, okay, so they have uh, um, they have a uh, uh, um, a lot of different versions of this, right? Now the free version, you get uh, 200 megabyte of disk quota. Uh, or 5,000 files divided into four areas. You get MUT, uh, POP3, IMAP, ICQ, Twitter, and BS Lite. I, I didn't even know they had IMAP, so that's something new. You get games, MUD, links, Gopher. You get a webmail interface, a trace, ping, who is, dig, and more. Um, inbound SSH, FTP, and S. S FTP connections. I use Pine. Uh, they have a, a bunch of other stuff. I use Nano there, uh, and uh, so that's the basic one. I, I wanted uh, something a little, something more, right? Um, and, and they have an instructor that's free, a student that's free. Uh, the dial-up is seven to ten dollars a month, right? Um, uh, the, they have a, 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 a DSL which you can connect to DS, DSL uh, for a price as well. Now this is what I am. I'm a um, I'm a ARPA member, and it was thirty six dollars for a one time fee. Okay, and I, I really feel that I got a lot for thirty six bucks. Okay, I get six hundred megabytes of disk quota. And that's an array. Right, uh, fifteen thousand files. Um, you get everything that the user account does. I get to vote on everything. I've never voted. Uh, I have a private ARPA member server. Uh, also, outbound Telenet SSH, all of that stuff. Um, I get uh, UU. I don't know what UCP means, uh, but it's uh, ClaryNet use feed uh, via dial-up or TCP. Uh, and I got a domain. I got I got a the JWP Weeman domain. I mean, it's not that, that that great or anything, but it's 50 megabytes. And for instance, say I'm working and I need to give a file uh, to somebody, and I don't want to go the the Google Docs method. I just quick, you know, SCP, put the file there, do a quick change, and it's there. And uh, that way I don't have to get into my Google Docs or anything like that. Um, and so that ARPA is the one that I use. But they have a bunch of other ones. And, and uh, 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 it's, it's a, they have a meta ARPA, which is $36 every year. But uh, I, I don't really need uh, that. But if you want to do SSH tunnel forwarding, tunnel forwarding with no... With no limit on bandwidth, you might want to get on that uh, $36 annually thing, right? Uh, VPN uh, also is $36 annual, and and where that would really come in is if you're doing a lot of uh, of uh, of a uh, uh, what do you call uh, 
coffee shop stuff. Right? If you're using the Wi-Fi in the coffee shop, not the internet cafe, but the coffee shop, right? The internet cafe has other things that are really that are really interesting. But the coffee shop thing, I heard about this this sheep thing uh, uh, that you know does all kinds of strange stuff with your Facebook and stuff. Uh, they have a VPN between 18 and 36 dollars annually that gives you between 500 and three gigabyte monthly uh, transfer. So then you're completely safe. No one can do anything to you. Okay, so that's pretty much it for SDF. So it's SDF.org, and it has all the stuff, and uh, and they have a. Uh, 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 they have all kinds of stuff there. You, you have a, you can VPS, you can do all that stuff, virtual private server, Debian, whatever you want. Uh, it's all right there. So it's like GoDaddy, but from the Linux action shell. But this actually helps some people do some things. Uh, the second one that that I use, and uh, I had a podcast about it before, but it was a while ago, so I can talk about it again. Uh, uh, and it's it's a it's a death row uh, VMS. And um, the company where I work, uh, they bought uh, uh, Compaq, which bought Digital, which did VMS. You can get VMS at the at the hobby shop, uh, the hobby program for thirty six dollars. And ah, why do you want to do it? It's because it's probably the geekiest thing that I've ever done, right? It's it's really really geeky. Uh, and so it's deathrowvistech.net. It's in the show notes. Um, and I talked to Beeb a long time, and it's it's really good. Uh, and so, what is the death row cluster? It's a cluster. Uh, a death row cluster is a couple of computers acting as one large computer. The cluster currently consists of uh, DC alphas, uh, 64-bit, a Vaxen, 32-bit, uh, some UVAX hardware, some emulated, uh, running the OpenVS operating system. Okay, OpenVMS is dying. It's gonna die. Uh, Okay, uh, it's, is it as robust as Linux? Oh, it's probably the most robust operating system that I've ever seen. Uh, okay, and so it's a cluster. And so if you have uh, want to get your geekiness on and you have an old AMD 64 uh, and you want to spend $36 to get the STEM virtualization and you have access to an Internet uh, where you can put it, you know, I'm sure B would really like... Uh, you to get there, um, and so uh, what does it do? Uh, it's a the idea of the cluster is promote the open VMS operating system and give people a chance to play with it. People are welcome to test the security features of the cluster, port non-commercial code, learn uh, basic in, ins and outs of the VMS operating system. The cluster supports many programming languages, and they have them all. They got COBOL there. They got ADA. They got Bliss, Marco 3264, C++, Basic. They have it all. B said he let his daughter learn Pascal there, so one of the servers has Pascal on it, right? Uh, and so uh, the cluster is available for general public use as long as it's not for commercial purposes. Uh, the cluster uses the hobbyist licenses, hence we cannot allow commercial usage of the cluster. Commercial usage would violate our license agreement with the OpenVMS hobbyists and cannot let that happen. Uh, there is no charge for an account on the cluster. The cluster is always will be 100% free of charge. If you're not sure uh, you need or want an account, please pay with the demo account first. 
The demo account will give you full, near full access to the system. Uh, some work objects are restricted. To use a demo account, you can tell them that or SSH uh, to a member, log in with demo user, and you're, you're there. Uh, you can also donate. B's a nice guy. Uh, he's got his hosting arrangement uh, worked out with his work, I think. Um, it says uh, the OpenVMS hack was created by the, he calls himself D-A-B-E-V-E -E in the 1990s. Uh, and it's had multiple contributors. Uh, so they have, they have a fact there. Um, uh, how can I help the death row cluster? Uh, well, number one, you can go there and get an account. That's one that you could go do. Um, uh, death row cluster represents a multi-hundred dollar cost each month, taking into consideration hosting, internet connectivity, administration time. Luckily, we have some great sponsors. Uh, the people at Vistech commu uh, Communications uh, have, have uh, let him have a secure place for the hardware. Um, so he has some sponsors that, that help him. Um, there are other ways to support. If you don't make a donation, uh, uh, you have old hardware lying at time. Uh, from time to time, they need SCSI drives. Uh, in any hardware that can be used directly with the cluster, for example, old uh, UVaxin or Alpha terminals, so any of that stuff. So if you're interested in learning how to program, uh, it's a really great thing. I, I thought about getting a VLC 4000. Uh, it's on my list of things to find on eBay one day, and uh, if I do, then it's going to be really great, and I'll try to get into B's cluster with it. All right. Uh, I hope you all have a great day, and this is my first Hacker Public Radio thing. Uh, I hope you all really like it. Um, I used my uh, Panasonic RRU5570, and I hope the quality is okay. Um, I didn't have it directly in front of me. It's about uh, six to eight inches away from the center of my uh, laptop screen. So I hope the quality... Thank you for listening to Hacker Public Radio. HPR is sponsored by caro.net. So head on over to caro.net for all your hosting needs.